0: Oh, yeah. Everything's fine. Welcome. This is me and Luke. An upbeat, sometimes downbeat, story of my life with CLL. Well, hi again. This is your host, Jim Smith, and... Uh, Today I thought we'd talk about uh, well, it's kind of a subject I don't think is brought up much in relates in relating to uh, leukemia or or any kind of technically terminal disease and, and uh, but it's something that happens to some of us. Maybe it happens more to men than women. I'm not sure about that. But, uh, you know, when you're faced with a potentially terminal disease, and, and those of us with CLL, we have a good chance of sticking around for quite a while. But even we have that, you know, that nine thing in the back of our head that uh, Luke is going to get us someday. And uh, when we have those thoughts, it's very easy to get what, what I call a I'd like to try that before I die syndrome. <laughs> I'm not talking about a bucket list like, you know, a going parasailing or scuba diving or something, uh, this is more of things that um, we really shouldn't do. <laughs> uh, it's very easy to uh, get selfish when you're faced with this thing. And uh, we, uh, we can get ourselves into trouble, I think, because, um, well, our mind kind of plays tricks on us. I think that we start thinking about, well, I don't know how much longer I've got, I don't know what kind of shape I'm going to be in in the future. Uh, So if I'm going to do anything I wanted to do, I better do it now. And uh, that can be true, like buy a boat, go sailing, uh, travel around the world with your spouse, whatever. That's great. But for some of us, there's a uh, temptation lurking in there. A thing that, uh, well thoughts that we might have considered just fantasies and, and uh, things that we'd never actually do, but they kind of interest us. I guess I'm kind of uh, talking around the subject here, aren't I? Basically, I'm saying that you might be tempted to do some things that you would normally not do, such as having an affair or uh, doing something else that, I don't know, maybe it's having doing drugs or, or whatever, Um, things that you might have thought about just in passing, but you knew were were wrong and you would never do them, suddenly you're facing your possible demise, and (laughs) you get to thinking, gee, am I going to uh, have to die without having ever experienced that? So that is both a, a strange direction and a very selfish direction to go in. You know, just because we're sick, just because we have leukemia, just because we may not be around as long as everybody else, doesn't mean we should suddenly change who we are. I don't know if I'm preaching to the choir here or uh, if there's somebody out there that really is dealing with this. Uh, if you are, I want you to know you're not alone. Now, I have relatives that listen to this podcast. So I, I want to say that this is kind of just all in your head. This is not something uh, that necessarily has happened. It's just something you might be considering um, if your mind happens to be going that way. Uh, and there's several things you can do to uh, overcome this issue, if in fact you have it. In the early stages of leukemia, especially CLL, Luke is pretty much invisible. I mean, you feel pretty good and to the outside world, you look quite normal. But you don't know how long you'll still have the energy needed to remain active. You know, especially in the beginning, you know, you wonder what will become of you? What sort of life will you be living? Or even how long you will be living? (laughs) During this time of inward and, frankly, selfish brooding, that little dark spot in your soul, the secret place that everyone on the planet has, and tries to keep under control, suddenly it starts weaving through your mind like tentacles of some parasitic plant. (laughs) What was once a faint, empty whisper, barely heard, becomes a slowly growing chant pushing you towards compulsion. If not checked, you're going to act. That is not a battle with Luke. That is a battle within yourself. So, how do you beat this thing? Here's several tools to keep in your bag of tricks to help you stay on course. The first being God. Now, if you have a faith in God, then use it. You know, put him to work. (laughs) You've um, already been praying, you know, for your fight with Luke, and maybe, just maybe, the fight we're talking about here is even more important. Uh, the second would be a friend, and I'm not talking about, you know, some beer-drinking Monday night football friend. I mean a real friend, the the one you trust, the one you can, you know, open your soul to and and know he won't judge you, but will hold you accountable. And if you're lucky enough to have such a friendship, don't be afraid to reach out for help. I have a friend, and I don't see him very often these days, but I know I can rely on him. My faith in God often falters, but my trust in my friend never does. Third one is your legacy. Think about, you know, what you'll leave to your family. I don't mean any inheritance of wealth. I mean the legacy of who you were and what you meant to them. The desire to build a legacy, a reputation, if you will, before you die can, you know, can overpower pretty much any compulsions that might destroy it. The fourth is your mind, your own mind. You know, just... Keep guard on what you put into that head of yours. The fifth one is one you may not have thought of. I'm going to say it three times. Read, read, read. A good writer will put you into a world that you can escape into that's just wonderful and will take your mind off of things it shouldn't head to. Of course, I guess that depends on what you decide to read. (laughs) Um, Here's a big one. I know it is for me. Don't spend too much time alone. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. If you spend too much time alone, if you have leukemia, it's very easy to slip into depression, uh, which is a whole other topic. But being alone is good for a while. We all need our alone time. But don't spend too much time alone. Uh, stay involved with your family. You know, just being with the spouse, your kids, and especially your grandkids, puts your mind right as to what is really important. And last uh, is your roots. You know, I grew up at a bay, and on the beach there's this beach grass that grows um, all over the place on the beach. And uh, it grows, believe it or not, this grass grows in gravel and sand. And even though it does, it's almost impossible to pull out. It's because the plant reaches out with its roots and connects to all the other grass all along the beach. It forms a big web. In fact, it holds onto the beach. So when storms come in, the whole beach doesn't get torn apart because there's very strong grasses there. And, uh, you know, we can apply that kind of a thing to our own daily habits. You know, we, we grow stronger and, and we find that dark desires become less important because we have the support of family and friends. We have a root in uh, healthy... Thinking, we're we're rooted in our family and in what matters to us. We're rooted in the spiritual life that we've developed for ourselves, and that's a strength that we can't do by ourselves, but with our loved ones and our friends, um, it can hold us together. Anyway, I hope this has helped some of you out there. Um, if there's temptations coming your way because Luke is telling you that uh, you know this is your last chance. <laughs> Um, try to remember who you are. And like I've said in other uh, podcasts, don't let Luke change who you are. Be the real you. Be the honest you. Be the person that you always wanted to be. Because, like I've always said, you have leukemia, but you are not the disease. Take care, you guys. We'll see you next time. Godspeed. Bye.